is Julie B. And you're listening to the Nordonia We Need to Talk Podcast Network. I am sitting here today once again with Chris Wolerski from CND Plumbing. Julie, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm fine, Chris. How are you? I'm doing pretty good, staying warm. Well, that is good. Right. I'm sure we'll get to talking about the weather very soon here. Right. Today we have one person that has submitted three questions. Oh, wow. And I want to get to her questions right away so we can help her. Okay. Uh, this is Shirley, and she has some questions for you. The question one, I heard that single lever faucets are a problem with tankless water heaters. They don't deliver warm water properly. Please discuss. Well, I think what she's talking about is... All tankless water heaters basically operate on so many so much flow. The heater itself or the burner won't come on until you have, and I think it's like 0.3 gallons per minute GPM of flow. So if you turn on your water, the hot water, whether it be a single handle or a two handle faucet, when you turn it on slightly, just to where the water starts to trickle or come out kind of slowly. That's not going to be enough flow to turn the burner on to heat the water. Oh. And when you have a tankless water heater, that's the whole idea of how it works. So you have no standby loss. In other words, you're not heating a big tank full of water that's just sitting there. Mm -hmm. It's more on demand, so it fires up when the demand when it calls for hot water. Otherwise, the water's not heated. So if you have the faucet in such a position to where it's trickling out, basically it's not going to be enough gallons per minute to turn the burner on to fire the heater to make the water hot. Hmm. So that's probably what... Uh, I never even thought of that. Okay, question two. What are the pros and cons of single lever faucets over one for hot and one for cold? I don't... Two-handle faucets or single-handle faucets, I don't really think there any. there's a benefit to one or the other. Uh, they both deliver both hot and cold water the same way. Like your house and your kitchen, same thing, single mm -hmm. handle faucet. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't know that one is better than the other or there's any kind of pros and cons. It just depends what you're used to and what you like. I think traditionally in the kitchen, it's one handle. You know, I, th I guess maybe it's easier because if you're cooking, you know, and your Yeah, I think that was the whole idea. Yeah, maybe almost mm -hmm. like hitting it with your forearm or maybe even almost like your elbow kind of operating the handle. It Like you, you were probably going to say, like, if your hands are dirty. Or right, or exactly. Like that, yeah. You know, and, and maybe typically, <clears throat> maybe sometimes bathrooms still have the hot and the cold not right. separate um but i think the trend is probably going more towards one yeah definitely some of the stuff i mean like in the remodels and the kitchens now there's there's just so many different types of faucets i mean some are two handle some are single handle it's all it's just and we talk about the ones that you can just touch right mm-hmm yeah yeah i'm you there's probably a way to hook up your google alexa and say faucet on i'm sure there is <laughs> <laughs> yep Wow, that it's amazing how things are changing. But I think the 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 you know two handles is probably more old fashioned. Yeah, single handle certainly is uh, more modern. Right, but you know the old um, um, farm sinks are coming back. Mm -hmm. So right. I wonder if people would you know yeah, stick with tradition. Yeah, and sometimes with that particular type of sink, you see a lot of two handle faucets. Right. Yeah, I think they're kind of going for the retro look. Yeah. I mean, everything old is new again. That's for sure. Okay, question number three from Shirley. Question number three. Why does my water pressure drop in the shower when another fixture in the house is used? This applies no matter which multiple fixtures are demanding water at the same time, and it's just more annoying in the shower. LOL. I, I think what she's talking about is just a, basically a pressure drop there. I mean, and that's going to happen no matter what. If you're 
you're taking a shower and somebody, you know, again, we talked about this flushes the toilet or right. turns the kitchen sink on to say to do dishes or the di- turns the dishwasher on. You're certainly going to have a pressure fu- fluctuation that's going to um, make the water pressure, you know, be lower than it normally is. So a tankless water heater doesn't help with that? No, that, that's uh, that has nothing to do with the water heating system. That's for sure. Yeah, I've often wondered about that, if, if they've improved the technology to reduce that kind of problem. It, it certainly um, has come a long way as far as the showers go. Again, um, as far as a single handle only being like in pressure balanced to where they uh, you have a lot less risk of getting scalded, you know, as mm-hmm. opposed to um, older style faucets to where, again, if someone were to flush a toilet while you were in the shower... You, know, mm-hmm. you get a you get a big uh, pressure drop in the cold, and then there, you know, and then when you have the drop in the cold, the hot increases, and that's where you would get right the screaming. Solid. Right, exactly. <laughs> that's when the screaming starts. Absolutely. <laughs> well, um, it seems like every time we come together and uh, to do the podcast, mm-hmm. we always have crazy weather. Right. So um, this air date is February 5th, mm-hmm. and t- temperatures today were in the 50s. 50s. Yesterday, there was almost, I think they were close to 60. Close to 60, and last week, negative 2, negative right. 4. 25 below with the wind chill. Yes, right. and, um, and two days of, of no school, Wednesday and Thursday of last week. Right. Um, so how does that, you know, what kind of calls did you get? Were there um, any tips you can <clears throat> give for people when the weather goes yeah. crazy? Same thing as, you know, I kind of revisit some of the cold weather questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, certainly if you have an area in your house that's, you know, potential to freeze up or if it's happened in the past, uh, again, kitchen sink seems to be one that always comes up. You know, simple things you can do without, um, you know, getting into opening up walls or anything. Open up the cabinet doors, leave them open, let the air circulate inside the cabinet if you have a basement you know if you can get maybe a little bit more heat in there say underneath that kitchen cabinet if you're able to access it or a crawl space or even a little portable heater if you can do it safely just to get the air in. and i gotta tell you 90 percent of the time or quite a bit of the time the simple warm airflow in something that's already fl- frozen will will you know will free up the pipe or thaw off the pipe so that's one and then the obvious the other stuff too uh any kind of insulation you can do, caulking around windows, stuff like that. You know, maybe a little fiberglass insulation here or insulation on the pipe. That's always going to, you know, increase your chances of you know, not having a pipe freeze and break, potentially break. Well, actually, it's kind of funny we talk about pipe bursting because um, we mm-hmm. are recording this podcast in a different room. Mm-hmm. We're not in the podcast studio. Right. But, yeah, so... We're recording it in a separate room right now mm-hmm. in the uh, Master and Professional building. Same building still, different right, floor, yes. because a pipe burst in the ceiling. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe I'll put on the post uh, uh, the little video I did of the water yeah. <laughs> raining down. Because um, obviously that's what happens when mm-hmm. the pipe, pipe bursts and yeah. water tends to flow down. It does. It causes a lot of damage. I mean, a pipe, yes. you, you saw it firsthand here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be a small pipe, big pipe. It really doesn't matter. If it's a water line and it freezes and breaks, you know, and wa- you know, you get full city water pressure coming out of a split in the pipe, you know, that's going to put out a lot of gallons per minute. And it's going to, you know, cause a lot of damage, carpet, drywall, mm-hmm. 
furniture and any kind of stuff. Electronics. Have, right. Electronics, any kind of paperwork or stuff you have in your desk or, you know, around right. the filing cabinet, water will find its way through all that stuff, you know. And you'll ne you never know when it's coming. Right. And that could happen in the evening time, which it most, you know, a lot of times is, of course, it's much colder at night than it is during the day. And um, you're not going to know that this happened until uh, someone comes in the next morning and sees that the carpet's wet or water's coming out right. underneath the door. Yes, that's your, how it started. Right. Yes. Somebody noticed water on in the room next to us, mm. you know, on the floor. The carpeting was wet by the wall. Hmm. Yeah. And then when they listened, they could hear I was a gonna, waterfall. I was just going to say, a lot of times people, um, even if they don't see it, a lot of times in apartments or condo situations where you have like a common wall, and if someone's not home in the wall and where they say the pipe froze and broke, they usually say, I can hear water running in the wall, even though they can't see anything. Right. You know, on their side, or it doesn't show up on their side. Right. So yeah, it's pretty common for that to happen. Yeah, well, we found out about that firsthand. So, Chris, um, you were saying that someone had asked you about jetted tubs. Yeah, uh, Carol from Aurora had called me and asked me a couple of questions, but she was more interested. She had a few maintenance questions. One, uh, she had a couple problems with her jets, Then we got to talking more about how um, you need to maintain them, unlike a regular bathtub where you just basically let the water go down the drain and then that's that. In a jetted tub, a lot of times the water um, is still held in the piping that goes from the motor or the pump out to the jets and uh, that's very specific process that needs to be treated and cleaned a certain way um, with a chemical solution because a lot of uh, just junk and you know the water sits in the pipe and I, I know I've heard of situations where algae can grow in that water if it's not used for a while and then when you turn it back on sometimes you can see some of that junk and dirt and debris start to come out of the jets and into your into your water. So they need to be cleaned and I don't know the frequency but they certainly need to be maintained certainly more than not a regular bathtub. And I'm sure if people buy a jetted tub and put it in they get all the instructions and any tools and everything you know like you were saying brushes needed yeah. but if someone buys that house 20 years later right. there's not none of that to be found No, and it's... people don't know about Right. What needs to be done. Absolutely. Yeah, I definitely know that the uh, piping that comes from the motor to the jet certainly needs to be cleaned out because that's where it can uh, hold a bunch of debris. Yeah, I mean, it really um, could become a real problem right. if you and don't it, clean it. Right, and it could become a you know a health issue, too. Right. I mean, um, it's kind of like a, a mini hot tub in your bathroom. Right, exactly. And hot tubs can obviously cause big problems too. So it's right. more of a smaller problem right. than the hot tub, but nevertheless, still a concern. Yeah, there's a lot to them too because if something goes bad, or you know, you have to find someone who can service like the the jets, the motor, stuff like that. And you know, I don't know if parts how readily available they are. You know, mm -hmm. So there, there's a lot of things to consider I, um, before you would say put one in your house. Right. There's certainly uh, things to consider. And I'm sure, like, the old jetted tubs from years ago might be different than now. Mm -hmm. um, who knows? They might be been better back in the day, or the new ones might be easier to maintain. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to buy a house, you have no idea, really, what you're getting into when you see the jetted no, tub. If, if I was buying a house and it had a jetted tub, that would be one, you know, thing that I would certainly want to have serviced and cleaned before I were to use the tub in any kind of capacity right with the jets or not because as you fill the water the tub right as you fill the the tub up the water is still going to go down that right tubing and then come back out it may not be pushed out 
via the motor, but it's still going to be in that same. And you have no idea how they maintained it or didn't maintain it. Right. And you don't want to take a bath with their junk. No, absolutely (laughs) not. Yeah, that's exactly right. You don't know if people, you know, were shaving in the tub or whatever. You know, like hair gets in there and stuff like that. You you know, you just don't know. So it's uh, certainly uh, a wise move to have it serviced before you were to use it. Yeah, that also makes me wonder, um, do people really know if someone had died in the house? <laughs> right. Can you imagine if someone had died in a jetted tub? <laughs> right. You don't know. No, you don't. No, you sure don't. Or, you know, if someone like Dexter lived in your house before you. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we digress. Mm-hmm. Any other words of wisdom? No, uh, I've been busy falling out pipes for the last week, so no, I don't have any uh, anything. Do you dream about plumbing? Plumbing? No, I do don't dream about plumbing. Pipe dreams? <laughs> <laughs> pipe dreams, but not about plumbing. Well, I dream about work, so. Um, but yeah, I'm not a plumber. Right. Well, we can always remind people that they can send in their questions, just like Shirley did. Right. So how can they contact you, Chris? Uh, they can contact me in a couple ways. You can certainly uh, call me or text me at 216-703-7007, or they can get me on the web at cd-plumbing.com. Sounds great. Well, Chris, I can't believe we're talking about this again because it just seemed like yesterday, but the expo is coming up um, at the Nordonia High School March 23rd. Right, March 23rd. And they can actually meet you in person. That's right. A lot of people say that, you know, Chris, where can I see you? How can I meet you? You know, can I take a selfie with you? Maybe you could sign Right, I sign some picture, right, 8x10s. I always have those with The glossies. Not the flossies. That's a totally different thing. Maybe if you were a dentist. Right. But, yeah, a little more than a month we'll be at the expo already. Yeah, it, it is um, hard to believe. Time goes by quickly. And actually, um, I think we met three years ago. Mm-hmm. The, this will probably be your third expo then, because right. I met you at the first one. That's right. I remember years ago, there was a plumber in the expo, and one of his things that he brought, props, shall props, you yeah. say, mm-hmm. um, was the last thing that, you know, to take out when at the end of the day, which was a toilet. Mm. I'll never forget. Everything was gone, but there was sitting a toilet. Oh, it was nice. You know, something to remember. Right. But you have not brought one of those. No, I haven't. That's certainly an attention getter. But uh, Yeah, but you know, the little kids might find that a little too useful. Right. <laughs> and nobody wants that. We don't want that, no. no. Well, anyway, so everybody can see you then. That's and, right, um, the 23rd of March. We still may have another podcast before then, but we mm-hmm. want to remind everybody to save the date. That's right. It's a Saturday. Come and... Um, yeah, hang out with us. Steel pens and mm-hmm. candy and... Um, yeah, there's a lot have, of good vendors that'll be there. And great food court. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to be fun. That's right. Well, we'll see you next time, or they can listen to us next time. That's right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.